Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. the offseason. Feeling like we wanted to uh, go straight from the that we have. Feeling like we wanted to learn the process. And we wanted to build a sense of pride for the most part. We did a lot of steps in that direction. I think now it's just time to really take that process and take that over. And our program practices everything. And um, you know, whereas people focus on the results, we try to focus on things we can do. And what I'm finding with this team is they're highly, highly, highly competitive. Um, but sometimes the small details, uh, as, as the most 18 to 20 year olds, they get away from us a little bit. So can we take our sense of competitiveness, our toughness, this is a tough week. Can we take that competitiveness and that toughness and carry it over um, onto the football field and also add in precision and detail? If we can be really competitive and tough, but also detailed and precise, we have a chance. And so uh, we, I'm anxious to start that process on the football field with the guys. And then I think it's just for each, you know, our job is to help each player find a way to get on the field and be in the right position. So we try to teach those guys the best. Man, sometimes I just shake my head as we welcome you back into Sour Number Two uh, on Coffee and Cream with Robbie Lula live from H&H. Uh, studios, um, Hail Varsity Radio. Hopefully you are you are with us on 590 or in YouTube on television. You are. We appreciate the comments and feedback. Once I figure out how to respond, <laughs> I will do that because I don't know if I have the ability to respond. That is usually a Uncle Ruru Rogers thing. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. But man, I'm I'm on this thing, and I, I feel like. Ravi, which is why I'm glad, like, because I know you're not afraid that you can, you'll go deep and you'll give some pushback here. Maybe you won't, but I think sometimes I can be exhausting because I'm a little more philosophical, right? Well, than, yeah, I like, I mean, I like that, but yeah. I, I can be a little more philosophical than like a, a you know, a typical guy that's a run, run into a lot of things his whole life. Yeah. But I also know that just doing it that way didn't work for me. Right, like it, there's no long-term sustainability, and I had to figure mm-hmm. out kind of the why, because that's how I, and the versus the what, because that's how I think. He's hitting all the right notes mm-hmm. with me because I think if we're gonna function as a fan base and in the media, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we got to have command over this simple versus easy thing, mm-hmm. because the. the the knee-jerk reaction to what he says is no kidding. I'm telling you. Nope. I guarantee people are listening and they're like, oh, well, man. Duh. duh. He just said something in that clip Go right ahead. there, okay? He said, our goal is to get every player ready to be on the field. 
And you would think off the surface, well, yeah, <laughs> duh, right? But how many coaches have you met that they worry about their starters, maybe their next like group of guys, and that's it? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been there. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have been that coach who's like, okay, these are my rotation guys. It was basketball, not football. It's like, these are my starters. These are my rotation guys. These guys just don't get in my way, right? And that's obviously not a good way to operate. And it sounds super obvious. Like, yeah, we should get everybody ready to play. It's like, yeah, but everybody's not going to play. So as a coach, it's really easy to pare down in your mind. It's like, hey, I got about 40 guys I got to pay attention to or 50, whatever the number is, right? And when he goes, our goal is to get every guy on the roster ready to play, that sounds really, really simple, but it's not easy because you've got 100-plus guys on that roster, Mm -hmm. currently 100 scholarship guys on the roster still, basically, in addition to your walk-ons. You know how hard it is to give that level of attention to detail and individualized attention to each one of those guys? That is incredibly hard to do. He said something in the last clip. We watch every single rep or every single stretch or whatever it was that, like, in off-season conditioning and all that. It sounds simple. It's like, yeah, the coaches should be paying attention to what you're doing. You know how hard it is to pay attention to every single rep that every single guy is doing? Dude, it's... I, and I said this, but I've said this a lot. So if people have heard anything over the last, I don't know however long I've been doing this since oh four oh five in terms of media hits versus full time versus coaching, right? It's it's eighteen years, mm-hmm. twenty years. And I always say I like to coach my way into having options. I need options. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be married to one particular player because it, it's a recipe for disaster. You know, I'd rather be caught. Or I'll say I'd rather be caught with than without. Yeah. Right? I want to I wanna have options. Well, and how many times in the last however many years has that bit Nebraska, right? And, and it's a lot easier for me to do as a coordinator or a position coach than it was as a head coach mm-hmm. because head coach, it's a little more topical and a little more philosophical. It's not as hands-on. And you have to really have staff that you trust mm-hmm. that that's their same thing to even – because I think what happens is it's multi it's multi layered. It's not just uh, good from a coaching standpoint. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to go to my bench. Hey, listen, you know, for as great as Christian Jones is, my outside linebacker mm-hmm. at, at Omaha Westside, he just got another offer from Stanford. There was a stretch this season where he and I had to have some real hard conversations. Mm-hmm about upping his level of play and what I needed from him. Otherwise, he wasn't going to play anymore. Yeah. Right? So he can see how practice is going, who else is getting ready to play. Those are real conversations. And one of the things I love about A-Ball, I I call him A-Ball, is he received it. Mm -hmm. He, He needed clear instruction, and he said, Coach, tell me what I need to do. We met a couple of weekends because that's what we do. He came mm-hmm. to one of my little guy's football games, um, and we just we, we, we talked. And to watch his evolution, because I asked him to do 15,000 things more than what he was doing at his previous stop. He got to rush the passer for a long time. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're on the weak side, man. Get after the QB. Hey, listen, in this odd front, I know you're closer to a 4-3 outside linebacker than you are a 3-4 guy. Mm-hmm. Be patient because you have a lot of tools. We got to we got to play some coverage. Mm-hmm. You got to take on this puller, weak side run game. I need you here. I it's, but I, he needed to know that I had options. 
Not everybody is in that deal, but what mm-hmm. it does do for this team, and I think it does for young people, it's it's freeing for the coach. Yeah, I got two or three guys I can play. Some guys aren't afforded the luxury, but I still think you have to be willing to go there. Sure. It, it brings me back to Mike Tomlin when he says, well, this guy can't learn, and this guy's too he, – he doesn't learn. He said, that's not a them problem. That's a coaching problem. So mm-hmm. I think we got to embrace that, which he appear, Coach Rule appears to. Mm-hmm. And the players know – they matter. Like, I'm in this deal. I get your attention. Mm-hmm. I matter. Like, so that's what it, so- it sounds simple, but it's, it's not as easy to do. So that's what I was going to say when you're talking about Christian Jones, right? You said he, he was able and willing to receive what you told him. Yeah. Why was that? Because you have a relationship yeah. with Christian Jones exactly. that goes beyond I'm your football coach, right? He knows you care about Christian Jones, the person. Yeah. So he is willing to listen to you as Christian Jones, the football player. And that's why everything that, you know, we're talking about football-specific things from the press conference yesterday, but the reason these things work, even if they are hard, because they are, they're really, really hard, especially these conversations. When you have to have conversations, he's talking about Mr. Irrelevant was a starter last year. (laughs) Hey, do you think he's had hard conversations with that starter last year? Yeah. Yeah, and remember, he's a guy that doesn't love labels because he thinks mm-hmm. sometimes you can adhere to him. Mm-hmm. But when he when he says that, and that's your title, you probably know he's already had that conversation with you. Yep, one hundred percent. And he knows that you've earned it. <laughs> yes, a he's known that you he knows that you've earned it. Because yeah. listen, he didn't call Mister Irrelevant because he thought he was the worst guy on the roster. He had a point system, or basically, it was like, hey, this is Mister Irrelevant, right? And but. You're allowed to have those conversations. You're allowed to have tough conversations when you've put in the equity. You've earned the equity of the relationship. Otherwise, none of it works. You can't have hard conversations with somebody that they don't know 100% that you have their back or you have their best interest, right? If Christian Jones didn't believe 100% that Damon Benning has his best interest at heart, he doesn't receive that conversation well. He's like, well, coach, I was doing good before. Like why are you why are you all up why are you getting on me about this and and my guys know right he I did I hadn't had him for very long and he was kind of new and I'm I'm uh I would with young people mm-hmm. not necessarily adults although I would say one of my love languages is is touch it's top two three I'm a I like hugs like I like to hug my guys mm-hmm. hey man how are you doing yeah he he's I mean Teddy Rezac may beat him to the punch but. <laughs> It's close. So I got three guys, Trevor Spady, Teddy Rezac. Not huggers? That will give me the first hug of the oh, day. Oh, they'll go after you. Okay, cool. And cool, Christian cool. Jones. Nice. I just just was at the game the other day. Hey, Coach, how you doing? I said, hey, Christian, you know, I needed that love touch. Yeah. I didn't say Christian. I said eight ball. But yeah. I, I, needed, I, I needed that love touch because he, 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 those guys know, you know, Teddy had to move positions. Um, I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. It was not popular with db right (laughs) but i'm not the head coach so our culture is yeah bam right be a man go along to get along i got your six right i got your back Mm -hmm. uh so i was like "Uh, it's my guy yeah Uh, what do you mean he's got to play safety (laughs) Uh, he's he's playing as well as anybody these first five games what are you doing to me yeah and, you know, Coach, my, hey, you know, you got to trust me. So I, I, I tell all the, 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 the personal stories to say without the relationships, mm-hmm. guys aren't 
willing to do what you ask him to do. You can't say to, hey, Javen Wright, this is what I need to do, or Mouse Farmer, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, uh, Grant Taggy, or, hey, listen, you know, Luke, this is a different role for you, right? I, This is what I need you to do with these young guys. And if you don't have this, mm-hmm. what, what's my favorite thing I love about Coach Mack? One of my favorite things I love about Coach Mack, his ability to – Sometimes I can't always see it. I can see how it manifests itself, but I do have firsthand mm-hmm. accounts, right? I was obviously knowing guys on the team. But, like, I, I use the example of Frederick King, right? Kalkbrenner okay. is hurt. King looks like a dude. Mm-hmm. Probably should be playing more. The, the level of, of rapport that they have, you can go back to the bench playing this role. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Arthur Kaluma can get benched. You can come back and do this. You can have a tough stretch with Nimhart. You can have some talks. You can empower Trey Alexander. Like, if you're not having these kinds – if you can't go there yep. as a coach, that stuff does not work. Hey, the pocket pass is a pocket pass. When he got it – when I listened to him last – you know, when you know Mitch got it to him and instead of being at – you know, it was thigh high instead of in a shooting pocket, mm-hmm. that stuff – Matt, I was like, wait a minute. Like, that's the kind of attention to detail you're talking about. Even with that highly skilled a team, this was a couple years ago with Mitch, but I just remember when he said it about wanting pocket passes where they are and how they rep it over and over and over in practice where that pass is supposed to be. Sounds simple. Not easy. Not easy. Well, let me give give a real-world example for, you know, the adults out there, you know, that aren't maybe they aren't coaching or they haven't been on a team in a long time uh, of that simple versus easy is when I was mid 20s, basically, I took this financial class, right? Basically, the main takeaway from the financial class was make a budget. But and that's the simplest thing you can do when you're working with your personal money, right? Make a budget. But it was like, oh, if I make a budget, I know where all my money goes instead of just ending up at the end of the month being like, where'd all my money go? Yeah. Simplest thing in the world, <laughs> making a budget and sticking to it, not easy always, right? Yeah. And listen, there's other things the guy said that I'm like, man, I don't necessarily agree with or whatever, but the, the, honestly, the big takeaway was like, hey, make a budget. You know where your money goes. And just kind of light bulb goes off, and you're like, people pay him for this information. But it's the simplest thing. It's the, I mean, it's like the, it's the, it's, it's, gra- it's, Building block number one with finances, yes, start with a budget. But that's a thing that people need to be told sometimes because if you're just out there on your own, whether you're a football player, whether you're a young professional trying to figure out your money, whatever it is, sometimes you just need to be told point blank, this is the thing you need to do first. Mm -hmm. And then you can go and do the rest of the things, but it's almost like giving permission to start. And I I think for a lot of kids – it's giving them permission to try. There's a clip that I think we're going to play later about the too cool for school. Shane? Do we have that, Shane? Yeah, we, we have that clip. That is clip number too cool for school. This is fantastic. Shane, play clip six, please. These guys are really, really competitive. So, like, I mean, I think, I think if you talk to the other athletes on campus – I mean, I think we had, like – I showed up to a tennis match. I think we had, like, 30 football players at a tennis match. You know, like – so that that's sort of like, hey, we can do things to earn points. You know, sometimes some guys can be too cool for school. These guys weren't. They wanted to do this. And um, you know, I did a similar thing. And Christian McCaffrey was fight, scratch, and clawing to win. So it's you know, good players like to win. That, I've just learned that over the years. And so 
these guys, but I think it's it's guys like Thomas, like you know, they Fedoni. It's guys like uh, you know Chief and all those guys. They they really drove this thing, and um, you know we had to replace a captain or two because they weren't quite doing everything right. You know this was, this was good for our team to to realize that um, when who you say you are is the same as who you actually are, what you actually do. You know you're living a pretty good life, and when you're not, people it gets exposed. So it's been fun, but it, it was pretty quick to be quite honest. So what I wanted to get to <laughs> on that one. Sometimes some guys can be too cool for school. These guys weren't. They wanted to do this. Like, sometimes with young people and sometimes with adults, I was like this. I, I had to go to therapy. Like, that you just did, right? Sometimes you need per- been there. Sometimes you need permission to care mm-hmm. and you need permission to try hard. Because if you do those things, and this is, where I, this is what I learned, was if I try my hardest and fail then I have to take responsibility for what happened. If I don't try my hardest, I can always blame someone else. Mm -hmm. I can always blame, oh, the coach had it out for me. You can always say, oh, well, I never got the the playing time that I should have. I would have balled out, right? If you try your hardest and you don't get on the field, or you try your hardest and you don't perform the way you want to, then you have to start taking accountability for your actions. And that gets a little scary. For everyone, right? Not just kids. For zero, everyone. Zero question. You, you, ever, you ever been around those people, and you see it in athletics a lot, they don't want the expectations that come with results. Yeah. So they underachieve. Yeah, they dog it. They don't want to be held accountable. Yes. And then you'll see flashes of it, right? And you'll be like, oh, where's that, right? Do, do, you, do, do you know why I think people do that? It's because they always have room for an excuse. Yes. If they don't do it the whole time and if they and if they do it the whole time or they give full effort the whole time it's on them Mm -hmm. whatever happens is on them if they if you don't try hard and this it seems counterintuitive right if they're not trying hard or they're not giving their all in the back of their mind they already have the built-in excuses because what it comes down to and we don't like to say this out loud (laughs) this ought to be good they're afraid they're afraid of what – because they've been the most talented player on every team they've ever been, right? They're afraid of what it means if they're trying their hardest and they're not good enough because they don't equate it to – and we t- you talked about this with, with Xavier Betts a lot. A lot of times you don't equate oh, By it, the way. A lot of times they don't equate it to, oh, I'm not good enough at football mm-hmm. because a lot of things, the only thing they've ever been valued for in their life is football. They equate it to, I'm not good enough as a person. Mm-hmm. And so you build the relationship with them that Matt Rule does or that the coaching staff does or that you do with your guys, and you, you give them value as a person first so it gives them permission to try hard enough to be okay with failure. Hey, and so you know what's interesting about that? Let me double down. How about the guys that have been replaced? Yeah, the captains he's talking about, they got replaced. So yeah. they're either, it's either, as my barber likes to say, it's either barbecue or mildew. <laughs> you're going to eat good or you're going to rot and stink, right? He's, yeah. You know, he'll always say, you know, he'll, he'll cut in Caleb's hair. It'll be a tough game or something. He's like, hey, man, you know, barbecue or mildew. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it's a weird analogy. But mm-hmm. I think that's like a natural life uh, sifter. Mm-hmm. Right, where you like shake it up and you, and you, you see, see what, what you're happened. left with? Yeah, because, you know, I, I know people wonder, and I, he has players. Just had this conversation with two of them last week. Is it always going to be like this? Mm-hmm. Is it always going to be like this? 
And I said, listen, I don't know the staff that well yet, mm-hmm. but I'm just telling you, after a while, it becomes a way of life. Yeah. And, and frankly, if anything, the standard probably gets higher. Yeah. As you have success, the you know, standard gets higher. Because <laughs> if you've had those, Shane, you have, you have those bosses. Or maybe education is a better example because I've been in the in these situations too where people make things tough initially, mm-hmm. and they they see what yeah what's the phrase it's, it's coaches easy. do it all the time it's easier to lighten up than tighten up yeah like you can't start laissez faire and then like crack the whip like but it's real easy to like bear down first and then ease up later so it, I, so I think go ahead is it almost a military military oh, I think type a lot of, of I think that's a lot of it. And I think some people are going to hear that as being like, oh, he's trying to run guys off. And I don't think that's what it is. I think he's trying to see who's about what they're about. Hey, he said it. And that's a different thing than running guys he off. He said right? it. When you, say, when you are who you say you are, it's just easy. Try, take it from a guy that lied for five years trying to cover up his personal life. It's so much more freeing to just ugh. way easier. Here I am. And it's it's it it lifts a burden. And, and it, which is one of those things, you know, it's like I, I just I'm never just going I'm never going back there again. No, because once you stop doing the thing that makes your life difficult. Way, yeah. It becomes a way of life. Even if at first, even if the cleansing process is painful. Oh, it sucked. Your life becomes so much better. Zero question. Again, simple, not easy. So I like the way you landed the plane. You see coaches do this where, and teachers sometimes do it. Like you get that syllabus and you're mm-hmm. like, OMGZ, off the heat. You're like, like, how am I going to survive this? You know, and then after three weeks, it's like, oh, man, it wasn't like that. But you look around, like seven people have dropped the class. Yeah. It's twofold. Yes, that can happen. But what ha- what really happens is you, you know what it feels like if you're going backwards. Mm-hmm. You're like – so if he's like this the first year or two, it's going to be almost impossible to go back, especially once you start getting your guys that you recruited and not so much inherited, yes. even though they're all his guys. Yeah. It just becomes a way to do business. Because full disclosure, and a lot of my guys are like this, um, you know, they would pick an era other than college to go back to. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Because you had to be on every day. Yeah. Being on. And that's not for everybody. No. And being on every day almost got a lot of guys to quit. At Exhausting. One point, got, got guys to contemplate quitting at one time or another in their careers. But if you don't every, quit. Every good player I know that I can think of at one point or another wanted to go home. But then you get to this point. Yeah. Where it's like, this is all we know. And it's weird because for a guy that fought it for so long that wanted to quit, you're around me enough to know I, there's only one way I can operate. Yeah. We're, we're competing to get better or we can't be around each other. 100%. <laughs> like, so let me, you have got, you've got to put, you've got to fight life back. I know we're up against it here, but let we've me got ask another open segment. Let me ask you this, and maybe we take this into the open segment. Uh, save it, we'll, and we'll go okay. to break. Sa- save that okay. question. Because I got we'll a question go- <laughs> for you, and I, I think we're going to bring it a little back more to football. We're pretty philosophical there. But I just think it all matters, but it right? Does. Because when you're looking it's at – It's the groundwork. Yeah, and, and look at what we're seeing with basketball. Yeah. W- what is Coach Bull after in baseball? What has Mac achieved in basketball? Mm-hmm. The 
culture is self-sustaining because it's it's been put in place. Yes. This basketball team in, in Lincoln is not functioning. Especially with Coach Mack because if he recruits you, you already know what it's about, right? <laughs> it's not new. It's not new there. That's just what yeah. they do. Yeah, I, I, I'm in complete agreement. Hold that thought. I can't wait to hear this. I think I have a question you're going to like. Uh, Shano, we got one more open segment, right? Yeah. All right. I wanted to. Tack- I'll allow it. I wanted to tackle quarterbacks and the free agent price tag, but we'll see where we go. We'll get we there go. eventually. Man, lots happening. That's Ravi Lula. I'm ODB. Uh, we're at the H and H Chevrolet Studios. It's Hill Varsity Radio. As good as it gets. Hopefully, you're either on YouTube or 590. Uh, pretty soon, we'll be on KFOR. Just wait a couple minutes in Lincoln. We got you. <laughs> 